0: Welcome to the Detroit Tigers Minor League Tracker Podcast. I am your host, Keenan Carter. This is our second episode. I have listened to my first episode a few times and got sick of hearing my own voice, so decided to bring on a co-host. Um, without further ado, we would like to welcome Eric Hostetter to the show. Eric, how's it going?
1: Very good. Very good. Hope you're doing well, Keenan.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us, Hoss. Um, from From what region of the country are you joining us tonight?
1: I'm out here on the uh West Coast. I'm in uh, just outside Los Angeles and uh a Midwesterner, uh born and raised in Ohio, so uh, uh but I gravitated out here through minor league baseball actually to uh establish some roots here in California. So
0: Oh, okay. So you're home. Um, yes. the reason I ask is because this might come as a surprise to some listeners, but co-host of the Detroit Tigers minor league Tracker podcast is an unpaid position. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Haas here has, has a job that requires him to travel the country on a regular basis. So it's good to see that you're home. Um, I am. Did you ever dream that someday you'd be on a podcast talking about Detroit Tigers minor leaguers?
1: I can't recall ever having that dream, but, uh, hey. I don't remember a lot of my dreams, so it may have been in there, mixed in with uh, some other things. So you never know.
0: So, all right. Well, how about just be a list of your credentials uh, for Tigers fans? What what credentials do you have to discuss Tigers minor leagues? Very
1: little uh, in in regards to Tigers, actually. But, uh, you know, I I, I do have a uh, – I've made acquaintances with uh, Robert Fick of Detroit Tigers (laughs) fame. So uh, legendary Tiger, Robert Fick. Absolutely. uh, Got some uh, some serious Tigers trivia involved with uh, Robert Fick. If somebody uh, wants to take a stab at what he's most famous for within the uh, Detroit Tigers uh, organization. So,
0: wow, wow. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to revisit that one for sure. Um, So. All right. So no credentials. What would you say you do here? (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, actually uh, you know, just just a huge baseball fan, huge sports fan and uh, you know, obviously I'm I'm a sports junkie, so uh, I'm I'm happy to talk sports any team, any time. So, uh, right. uh, you know, obviously having the history I do working in minor league baseball as well for a few years back in the day, uh, always enjoyed kind of paying attention to those mm-hmm. down on the farm and and uh watching some of the prospects develop and, and you know, make it to the big screen, so. All
0: right, all right. Hey, it's not an interview. Nay. Um, hey. So, and before we get started, finally, one last thing. Um, you know, we've known each other, what, 16 years now. We were in each other's weddings. Uh, what's more annoying, talking about the Tigers or talking to me on the phone?
1: Oh, I could talk Tigers all day, every day, <laughs> as long as I don't have to talk to you on the phone, so.
0: All right, yeah, this is, probably the third time, this is probably the third time we've ever spoken live on the telephone. <laughs>
1: um, it could be,
0: yeah, over-under
1: <laughs> is definitely three. I'm not sure if I, we'd have to go back and verify that. I'm not sure yeah, how we can do that. Yeah,
0: so let's try to keep this on a limited basis. If Absolutely. All right, so uh, what we're going to do here, I'm going to run through each of the four affiliates, sort of uh, bring you up to speed on uh, how they're doing so far this year. We'll start off with the West Michigan Whitecaps. Hoss, do you know what league the Whitecaps play
1: in? Absolutely. Midwest League. That's where my career started. Graduated right. from uh, Dayton and, and uh, worked for the Dayton Dragons in their inaugural season back in uh, 2000. So, yeah, uh, I'm glad, i'm glad, I'm
0: glad you mentioned the Dayton Dragons because coming into tonight's action, the Whitecaps are in first place, 11-3, and three, with a two-game lead on said Dragons. Um, Whitecaps dropped a heartbreaker tonight, two to one. They blew a one nothing lead in the ninth inning, which was very un White Cap like, but I'm pretty excited. Uh May 29th, Whitecaps will be coming to Dayton. What's the field we got a fifth third field there too? What do they call it over there?
1: Yeah, every f- stadium in the uh, Midwest League is fifth third field, so that's uh, yet another fifth third field. I actually I Great. think one of them is fifth third stadium or fifth third ballpark or something, and the other one is fifth third field, I'm not sure. But uh okay. one in Toledo as well, I believe.
0: Correct. Yep, we named stadiums after banks here. Um, So that's at the end of May, three-game set here in Dayton. I'll be going over there to check out uh, Stuart Fairchild. you familiar with him? I'm not. Well, he's your Reds 2017 second-round pick out of Wake Forest, and uh, he can absolutely rake. So uh, I'm looking forward to checking him out. Um, Whitecaps first place despite a league-worst two twelve team batting average on the year and have only hit three home runs to date. Um, so how are they doing it? They're they're leading the Midwest with a 2.23 team ERA. Yudas Adrago, Brad Bass had a couple outstanding starts. Um, Dane Myers, who I've profiled a little bit in the last few weeks, just two earned runs in his first two starts. Uh, Garrett King, 16 strikeouts to one walk so far on the year. He's at a California Baptist University. You know where that's located, Hoss? Out Riverside, actually. I'm familiar with in that. In the Empire. Yeah surprised yes, you haven't been out to any of his ball games when he was in college. <laughs> I
1: have not. No. Oh.
0: So, Garrett have. King, um he he's got he's got a devastating curveball. It, it's a, it's a major league pitch right now. Um, you know, he's got plus control. Um he's only popping, you know, 89 to 91 on the gun, but, but Haas, what happens when you got hitters sitting back worried about a major league curveball?
1: Oh, the fastball's blowing right by you.
0: Yeah, 91 looks like 97. So he, he's 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 dynamite. I'm paying very close attention to him. I expect him to move up quickly. Um, the big one was Matt Manning's debut the other night. Uh Struck out 10 and 3 and 2 thirds before he sort of lost his command and got touched up a little bit. But he looks every bit the part. Tigers fans are really excited about him. And then Vladimir Pinto, nine strikeouts does have six walks and four appearances so he's a little erratic but he's showing some of that plus fastball at the at the closer role in west michigan and then cole peterson he's a feisty little leadoff hitter 13th round pick out of st bonaventure Um, a
1: 10 product
0: a 10 product yeah baseball uh, dynasties down there in st bonaventure yeah Um, so he's hitting he's got four stolen bases on the year Whitecaps keep winning with some timely hitting. Joey Morgan had a game-winning hit the other day. Uh, Luke Birch also, he had a slow start, but uh, five-game hitting streak coming in tonight. His average is up to 270. Morgan's a third-round pick out of the University of Washington. Who's your favorite UW alumnus? Ooh, Steve Emman, boy, it has to be. Kaufman. Uh,
1: I mean, uh, my safest bet is either any Heward or Tui Asusopo.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Marcus, uh, Marcus Tuiasosopo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Safe bet, going well, with Tuiasosopo. I think there's been about 10 of them that have gone there and played sports. So. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yeah, I played against Marcus in a 14-year-old World Series back in <laughs> 1990-something, so I'll, I'll pick him as my favorite UW grad.
1: Wow, uh, I'll go along with that.
0: How about Impressive. that? Luke Birch, here's one for you. Straight out of Millersburg, Ohio. Wow. Let's let's test your Ohio geography real quick. Do you know what county Millersburg is in?
1: Millersburg. Wow. Uh <laughs> It's uh, 80% Amish. Oh. Well, we're going eastern central Ohio. Yeah, not
0: not not too, not too far north from your um, homestead.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure about the county though. That's a that's tough. Holmes, Holmes county? county. Holmes oh, County.
0: You nailed it. Wow, that's impressive. There we go. So Burke, yeah, he's a Kent State grad. Um we won't we won't go into detail about Kent State. Um <laughs> and then Jordan Pierce is a guy I've got my eye on. he's only hitting two thirty one, but he's got fourteen walks on the year. Um so his on base percentage is sky high. He was a a twenty first round pick out of Nevada and only had sixteen walks all of last year in fifty seven games. So that's that's promising. He's got a fantastic approach. Um he's one to keep an eye on. So um We'll pass it over to you real quick, give you an opportunity to talk about your favorite team. How are things going with them?
1: Well, actually, uh, boy, not really much positive to say other than, you know, I think the the only person that's got anything positive out of the last week or so has been Brian Price, who's been relieved of the duty of having to write those names on the lineup sheet daily. So.
0: So, you know, I wonder wonder how many people who are listening to this podcast still don't know who your favorite team is based on the name Brian Price. Who is Brian (laughs) Price, and why was he managing your team to begin with?
1: Well, he's a pitching guy. You know, there's been a, you know, I wouldn't call it a trend by any means, but a few pitchers, former pitchers, that have gotten their crack at managing teams, Bud Black among them, you know, uh, over the past decade or so. But uh, Brian Price was the pitching coach under Dusty uh for the Reds for a few years. I think he came on board in 2009, I want to say. And uh yeah, so people were pretty excited about Brian Price getting, you know, taking the reins uh once Dusty uh was relieved and uh and then, you know, I just think that you know, uh a coach can only get so far with the uh, the talent they're given and and the Reds just flat don't have much of it right now. So um I think a lot of the trades they made uh, for when they got, got rid of Cueto and, and a couple other guys, just hasn't haven't panned out yet. So right. uh, you know, it is what it is. They're pacing at twenty three and one thirty nine right now. So uh, you know, that would be impressive, very impressive. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: but it's unfortunate because I you know I remember uh, seeing Homer Bailey's major league debut, and I think they already had his Hall of Fame bust sculpted. Yeah. Um, so how's that working out? Two no hitters. Okay, well that's how
1: that's how that's pretty much how it's worked out. Two no
0: hitters. That's that's two more than you and I have combined that's in correct. our major league careers. So
1: that's correct. Yep. All right. And, so uh,
0: your your team's a bigger nightmare than mine. Um, but we'll continue to track that throughout the year because that can flip flop in, in, in a moment's notice.
1: Yeah. Now it could have been worse. Could have been worse. I you know could have been Phil Garner in 2002 <laughs> that was relieved after six games. So oh, just rip,
0: just rip the band-aid off. Right. There you go.
1: So, uh, or it could be, could have been Wally Backman in 2004 <laughs> that was hired and never coached a game. Got a little DUI action, some bankruptcy issues. So can know, it happen anyway. All, all in all, Brian Price had it pretty good.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Uh,
0: all right. We'll we'll take it down. We'll take it down the Florida State League right now. Uh, talk about the Flying Tigers. They've been pretty disappointing, too. They're sitting at 6-11, and 11, and it rained out tonight, which is probably a blessing. Uh, they're, they're six games out of first. Um, first place, Daytona Tortugas. You know what a Tortuga is? Got to have something to do with a turtle. Yeah, right? I mean, it's Spanish for turtle or, or porpoise or something. Yeah, uh, probably not
1: porpoise. Tortoise, maybe.
0: Tortoise.
1: Probably Tortis. not porpoise, though.
0: Not porpoise. <laughs> um, Got to brush up on my Ace Ventura. Yes. Um, But the the bench coach for Daytona is Desi Reliford. Yeah. Um, Right. There's a blast from the past.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Doing a little research the other day, actually, on a on a player, believe it or not, I used to, I coached for a year in Little League back in the day, and uh, realized that he was playing a high A ball, and his manager is Omar Vizquel. Wow. Yeah.
0: So One one of the greatest defensive shortstops of all time. No doubt. No and uh, former first base coach for the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. All right. Interesting tidbit. Um, so, you know, who's doing well down there in Lakeland? Uh Salter Salter's a guy. He's a Spartan Michigan State product from Detroit. Um, 22 hits in 15 games, hitting .355, 13 ribbies, seven extra base hits. Um, Isaac Paredes is a guy that everybody's looking at. Came over in the Alex Wilson alex wilson justin wilson and alex avila deal um with the cubs last year uh, we're, we're destroying the cubs in that deal um he has struck always out good for th- me to hear oh yeah uh, justin wilson and, and alex avila for isaac paredes and jamer candelario uh yeah we'll, we'll take that all day so he, he's hitting 263 now uh three homers 12 rbis he struck out 15 times only four walks so People are, people are constantly asking, you know, when's Isaac Parade? It's going to move up. He's 19 years old. He's one of the youngest kids in the Florida State League. He's probably going to get the whole year in the Florida State League. We want to see if he can play shortstop. He needs to make more consistent contact, but he's, he's a, he's a fascinating talent and, um, we have every right to be excited about him. Uh, Daz Cameron, Mike Cameron's son, um, has hit safely in 14 out of 15 games, uh, kind of quietly. His batting average is only 250. He's only had one multi-hit game, but uh, it's nice to see that he's consistently getting on base. Um, Derek Hill, kind of unfortunate. He 11 for 63 on the year, 175, 21 strikeouts. He has swiped six bags. We know he's fast. He was a 2014 first-round pick out of Elk Grove, California, uh, up there near Sacramento, I think.
1: Yep. Um,
0: he uh, tore his UCL, missed the first half of 2017, but. 22 years old. This past December, I, his hit tool's always been a little bit of a question mark, and he's just off to an abysmal start. So it's not looking good for Derek right now, but hopefully he can turn it around. Um, Anthony Castro is a guy I've been raving about a little bit. He's only given up one earned run in 16 and two thirds. Um, he had a great year with West Michigan last year. He was 10 and 6 with a 2.49. Venezuelan kid, 23 years old, a couple years removed from Tommy John. He was listed at 165 early last year and now he's listed at 180 so that velocity's starting to tick up into the mid-90s i think um just some natural maturity and growth in his body he's got some natural cutting action plus curveball with a developing slider and change up so he's one i expect um to see some time in erie before the year is over for sure um alex faieto is is one of our top three prospects um first round draft pick out of florida through three starts, opponents are hitting just 190 against him, 15 strikeouts and one walk and 16 and a third. So he's handling Florida State League hitters just fine. Um, I think he'll, he still projects to be uh, a front of the rotation starter. I think he'll progress quickly through the system. And then Gregory Soto, he had a great start on opening day, but he's just been disastrous since then. Uh, hasn't made it through three innings in either of his last two starts. He's got 14 walks in 14 innings. Just can't seem to find the zone. Mm. Really solid left arm in our system, but I, I think he's probably destined for the bullpen, and and hopefully he can he can figure things out in that type of role. But it it doesn't look like he's gonna he's gonna stick around as a starter, in my opinion. Um, so that's it for Lakeland. Um, he, so he, Haas, here's a little feature. I just thought mix things up a little bit. No, I'm a little bit new in the social media landscape. I'm not up with everything, so i just recently joined the Instagram. Um I, I don't really understand it quite yet. Hoping maybe you can help introduce me to this a little bit. Who who's somebody on Instagram that I I should be following?
1: Well, I think uh you know, if it's, if you're a sports guy and uh you don't mind a little uh little language But, uh, if you're a sports guy and you've got volume and you can, you can turn up your volume on this guy's, uh, feed, uh, Bob Mentory is a comedian and, uh, it's impressive. He, uh, I would say check it out for sure. It's, uh, he'll take sports clips from that day, that weekend and, and, uh, dub his own, uh, call of the play or, uh, whatever it may be over, over top of the real call. And, uh, it's solid. You should enjoy it.
0: Bob Mennery. All right, yes. I'll have to check that out. I need, yeah. I need something to waste my time with. Yeah, no, that's the guy. A little bit more. Okay. All right. Appreciate that. We'll check that out. We'll try and get you some feedback on that. Um, you know, we'll we'll head to Erie now, where the Sea Wolves have been probably the most disappointing team in the system. I was really excited about them heading this year. I thought they were going to run away with the Eastern League. They're in last place right now, six and ten. Pitching's been okay they are hitting 257 as a team, but there's no power, only 3 home runs, which is last place in the Eastern League. 17 doubles, second to last. So, there's just no extra ba- extra base power in that lineup right now. Um Sergio Alcántara, who came over in the JD Martinez deal, he's been pleasantly surprising with the bat. Um the hit tools always been his question mark. He's hitting 327 right now. Um he's only walked one time to 14 strikeouts. So, there's a lot of people that think um This is a kid that can play defense in the major leagues right now, and um, we wanted to see if he could hit double-A pitching. He's he's proving that he can a little bit. Um, He doesn't have any power, so I don't know if he projects as an everyday shortstop in the major leagues, but this is a kid who will play in the major leagues at some point. He's on the Tigers 40-man right now. If there's an injury or if a gets dealt at the deadline, um, there's a chance we could see him in Detroit in some capacity.
1: 14 Ks um, in one walk though.
0: Ooh. Yep, yep. He, he's he's, but he's hitting 327. So he's making, you know, he's yeah. putting the ball in play for the most part. Um, he has five errors, which is which is a little concerning. But the the weather up here uh, in April, I'm gonna give him a little bit of a pass for now.
1: Yeah, um, he may be playing he may be playing snowballs instead of the ground balls
0: yeah, on, the, on yeah, the way over to show stuff. So. he's gonna make his living with his glove. So five errors, he needs to clean that up for sure. Uh, Jake Rogers, um, he's a kid who came over in the Verlander deal from the Astros. He's out of Tulane. Um, he's not handling double A pitching as well as we would like. He's supposed to be the successor to Jamie McCann. Um, and if he can just hit double A pitching, he's probably good enough defensively to play in the major leagues, but he struck out 17 times in 46 at bats. He's only hitting 196. So, uh, not a good start for Jake Rogers. Uh Kyle Dowdy and Tyler Alexander have been pleasantly good. Um Alexander's a twenty fifteen second round pick out of TCU. Um this is his second go around at double A. He doesn't have overwhelming stuff but he does have plus command. Um and he's off to a good start. I think he projects as a middle reliever or sort of a back of the rotation guy at the next level. Uh Kyle Dowdy is a twenty five year old. He's out of Escondido, California, uh down the road from mm-hmm. there. Um but he's got eighteen strikeouts and twelve and two thirds over his four appearances, one of which was a spot start. So he you know, he could be potentially a useful bullpen piece in Detroit, um and the Lord knows we need one. Um Bo Burrows, uh um, another top three or four prospect in the Tiger system. Um you know, he's only thrown nine in the third innings through two starts. He actually got roughed up a little bit tonight, so um but he had he had uh given up one hit and five shutout on opening day. Then he skipped a start with a little tightness in his hip flexor. They wanted to be careful with him um with the cold weather out there in Erie. Um so he's he's only had three starts on the year, not a lot to read on him. And I'll talk about him a little bit later from one of the listener questions. Um Kyle Funkhauser, who is from a Chicago kid who went to Louisville, uh had a lot of injuries. A lot of, nothing serious, but just like ongoing inflammation kind of stuff that he's been dealing with for several years. He's been really struggling with his command in this cold weather early on. Um, seven walks and 12 and a third innings, but he has struck out 18 guys too. They've got him stretched out pretty well to 84 pitches. So going to need to see a few more starts out of him before I can sort of project what I, what I think his, uh, the rest of his 2018 is going to look like. Um, and then Sandy Baez, he He struck out ten in his season debut, got touched up a little bit in his last few outings nothing nothing too horrific. Scouts have said he's got a double plus fastball um and bless you boys, uh Rob Rogacki projected prior to the season that he's probably better suited for the bullpen. His secondary pitches are lagging behind a little bit, so double plus fastball usually spells eighth or ninth inning guy, just kind of focus on being a two pitch pitcher and getting three three four outs so we'll we'll see if, how that pans out and then my guy John Schreiber six appearances <laughs> on the year uh gave up an earn run which was his first earn run since like the middle of June last year um so he he's he's handling double a hitters he's not on the 40 man roster but we'll see him in Detroit this year there's just no way they can keep this guy down for the whole year
1: they're going to release uh, somebody for him he's he's my guy
0: they have to
1: absolutely so.
0: Um, what, what, once once they hear this podcast, I'm sure, and they and they read my article that I wrote about them. I'm, yeah, I, I'm absolutely. I'm the, <laughs> uh, nobody's a bigger fan of a double A relief pitcher the way I am, John Schreiber. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. So all right, we talked about the Tigers minor league system for a while. What, what the Reds got going on down on the farm? Anything, anything exciting?
1: Well, a couple things. I mean, uh, you got. Not to be confused with your trammel. Uh, we've got Taylor Trummel down in, uh, down in, uh, Daytona, uh, mm-hmm. tearing it up, tearing it up so far this year. 58 at bats, 241, two home runs, eight RBIs, a couple stolen bases. And, uh, this kid is a pretty special athlete. I mean, within 650 yards of reaching Herschel Walker's high school rushing record down there. Oh, wow. In, in Georgia. So, uh, Pretty, pretty much a stud and, uh, looking for him to kind of make the fast track up there. But, um, certainly the, the big buzz is, is all around Hunter Green with the Reds. So, uh, second overall pick last year in 2017. Starting in, uh, starting in date, had a couple of games, couple of starts in, uh, Billings last year in the rookie league, but, um, in rookie ball. But, uh, this year started off strong and, uh, got tagged tonight, but, uh, he's, he's a, Solid, solid player, obviously topping out at 102 in his high school days uh, as a 16, 17-year-old. And, uh, you know, kids born in 1999, which is really scary to me, but uh, considering it's when I, you know, I'm in college at that point. But, uh, uh, you know, I've read a lot about him. He he's a special person as well. You know, he's got a younger sister that was, that had a childhood cancer and he was by her side the entire time. And, uh, you know, he, he's a smart kid too. Um, you know, he gets a big signing bonus from the Reds, goes out, and all he does is get a couple of cars and moves to Vegas for tax purposes. So, you know, he's not just, you know, in it for the money. He's, He's a, you know, he's making smart decisions as a, you know, 17, 18 year old kid. So, um, I just love who he is as a person so far. And, uh, man, the talent is, is really off the charts. Um, you know, killed it through two thirds of an inning tonight, you know, fly out, (laughs) fly out in a strikeout, uh, then went walk, wild pitch, single walk, gave up a grand slam walk and a double. So
0: well, it you have that.
1: Didn't end well for him tonight, but uh that's not going to happen very much to this kid. He's he's a, he's a special player and uh you know, not only not only with his arm, but uh you know, there's there have been a lot of, you know, some scouts that have compared his compared his fielding and hitting abilities to people like Cal Ripken, Carlos Correa, Alex Rodriguez. I mean, this is this is a special special talent. So, uh, I'm I'm really excited to see where Hunter Green ends up. Uh, you know, when it's all said and done, but uh, he's certainly on the fast track to to be in Cincinnati here in the next couple of years.
0: Oh, good, good. Well, appreciate that. Yeah, I'm so dialed in on the Tigers. I mean, obviously, I know who Hunter Green is, but it's it's good to get all that background information. So, and yeah, you'll, a kid that young, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna blow up a few times. One thing I always wonder. I mean, I know they got some good baseball out there in Southern. He, he's a Southern California kid, right?
1: He is. Yeah, Notre Dame High School out in uh, Sherman Oaks.
0: I mean, I know they got good ball players out there, but how do they find high school catchers that can handle that?
1: <laughs> oh, I I mean, really, you you a lot of these high school coaches will specifically, I mean, especially at a private school like that, uh they they got to go find one. You know, it's wow. it's it's a matter of, you know, you know, uh eligible eligibility recruiting somebody to be able to handle something like that because you, yeah, you're just yeah. not going to find, you're not going to find many kids that can handle something like I mean, that. In high school. Yeah.
0: it's unsafe if you just yeah. throw some schmuck back there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the poor umpire's in jeopardy. I mean, oh, well, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be checking on him. Um, he, he's in Dayton, right?
1: He's in Dayton. Yeah. It's, uh, they were up in, uh, up at Cooley law school stadium in Lansing tonight. That's the, the that raucous, raucous, crowd up there for the love. That's must've must gotten to him early. <laughs>
0: Good, good stuff. Maybe I'll get a chance to see him uh, next month. Yeah, I um, hope
1: you do. I'd love to hear about it.
0: We'll uh, we'll move on to AAA now, where the mud hasn't been pleasantly surprising this year. Eleven and four, um, they dropped one tonight, I think, but, but they got the best record in the International League. Dynamite pitching staff. Who knew? Blaine Hardy, straight out of Lewis Clark State College.
1: Actually, you know where powerhouse. Stop it. I right, look him up.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So you many are nat- you know So located? many so many NAIA national championships. So many.
0: You would know that. Do you know their nickname too? The uh, explorers? Are they the be. Explorers?
1: Gotta be. I mean how would they not be the Explorers? If they're not the Explorers, I got a real I got an issue I'm gonna take up with that school.
0: <laughs> well this year. Five appearances, couple spot starts, sixteen strikeouts, and eleven and a third, he's only given up one run. Uh, he's 31 years old now. They left him off the 40-man because he's got a little bit of an injury, but uh, Blaine's a guy that probably belongs in the major leagues. Um, A.J. Ladwig, another guy, has had kind of an unremarkable run through the system, given up just four runs and three starts. Uh, Johnny Barbados, another guy I really like. I felt like he should have made the Tigers out of spring training. Uh, he's only given up one earned run in his six appearances. Um and then Duell Lugo was was another well the key piece I would say in the J.D. Martinez deal to Arizona. He's hit safely in all the two games. Um, I saw he had another hit tonight, so continuing that streak. Hasn't hit any home runs yet, so we're, we're kind of waiting for his power to break out. He's got some pop in that bat. Um, he's only drawn one walk, but only struck out eight times too, so he's going up there hacking. He's putting the ball in play. Uh, Christian Stewart uh, is hitting just 224, but's walked ten times, so his on base percentage is sitting at 351. We'll live with that. He's hit two monster home runs. Um but his defense is, is disastrous. I mean it it's it's a it's a circus out there in left field. That's really gonna hold him back. I think his bat is ready. It's just a matter of finding a place for him to play. Um Mike Gerber, you know, when I was uh putting my notes together this morning was prior to, to him being called up to the Tigers. Uh, he's been ice cold. He's hitting 196, 23 strikeouts, second most in the, in the international league. So what do the Tigers do? Let's, let's call him up. Um, so, but, but he's a great story. He, he's a kid that a lot of Tigers fans really like and have been rooting for. So, um he'll, he'll turn it around. I hope he gets an opportunity to start a game or two against Pittsburgh this week. Uh, and then Mikey Matuk. Um ice cold. Look at this. He, he was 9 for 56. In spring training, he was four for 31 with the Tigers before being sent down, and he is five for 28 since being demoted to Toledo. If you combine that, that's 18 for 115 at a 157 average. So in his last 115 at bats, he's hitting 157.
1: Oof. He put up
0: he put up another 0 for 4 tonight, tonight in Toledo, so it's not included in these statistics. So dial that back a couple points.
1: Um, that's Billy Hamilton that's, right there.
0: Yeah, except he's Matic's a great athlete, but he's not Billy Hamilton fast. Um, oh no. And I this is an unpopular opinion amongst Tiger fans because Mattek had a couple good months last year, right? I don't think he's a major league hitter. What, what what I see from him is he watches two fastballs go by and then he'll swing at anything between the dugouts. So uh, he's he's getting to the point where. He's 28 years old, I think. We we can't wait around for him to figure things out too much. We got some some young players in the mix who who probably deserve a shot. And um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if he turns. He's got he's got prolific power. He just doesn't barrel up very many balls. So uh, that's it for Toledo. Um, asked for some listener questions this morning, Haas. Uh, had a couple submissions. Do you want to go ahead and read those off for me? You got those in front of you?
1: I do. Yeah. So. Uh... Yeah, the first uh, – looking for uh, tonight's – you know, for tonight's episode, I think we we're just going to roll off a couple of questions. So uh, Samuel Fullerton wanted to find out, uh, in terms of a promotion, who's who's first up, uh, Burroughs or Alcantara?
0: Um, I, I don't think either of them will be up anytime soon. Uh, Alcantara will be the first one up because he's on the 40-man roster. Um, but here's okay. the thing. I, I, said, I said earlier, Alcantara. The only way Alcantara comes up, the only reason he's on the 40-man, is in case somebody gets hurt, uh, or if Iglesias gets dealt at the deadline, the infielder. Um, other than that, he spends the year in Erie, continues to work on his hit tool. Um, Burrows, also, I, I don't see any way he sees Detroit this year. Um, he needs. To, he needs to stay down in Erie and hone those secondary pitches if he's going to be a front end starter. And I don't, I can't say with 100% certainty at this point that he remains a starting pitcher. That may catch some people off guard, but he's got some work to do with those secondary pitches. Um, I do think he has the potential to be an elite closer because um, he's got a plus fastball. Um, he, he throws 95-96 right now as a starter, as a reliever. He can get that up in the higher 90s, closer to triple digits, and could be a devastating closer. But we want him as a starter if possible. He needs to stay down in here, Erie and work that out. If he gets a September cup of coffee for, for a spot start or something, that that could be about all I see out of Burroughs this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Samuel was
1: ask, asking about uh, Sam McMillan and Ronaldo uh, Rivera as well. Any updates sure. on those guys?
0: Yeah, yeah. Sam McMillan, so he's a he's a nineteen year old kid, uh twenty seventeen uh draft pick. Took him in the fifth round out of high school. Um he's down in extended spring training right now. He'll start off with Connecticut in the New York Penn League. Um you know, he there's roadblocks pretty much everywhere uh in the system at the catcher position. Um Joey Morgan and Brady Policelli in, in West Michigan right now, so uh they're not gonna slow play McMillan, but um there's there's no way to get him playing time anywhere else. So he'll get he'll get a, a full year at Connecticut or or maybe if if things go well at Connecticut and Morgan moves up, then we'll see McMillan in West Michigan. But plan on seeing him in Connecticut. And, and uh Rivera should be back very soon. Uh I've expected him back by now in West Michigan. He's he's been battling some lower back spasms um 6'6 250 pound kid was our second round pick he got absolutely eaten alive in the new york Penn league last year which is a little bit scary for a second round pick in short season ball um he's got monster power so um he was he was a really good hitter at the junior college level they're not giving up on him yet he just he's turning 21 in june uh, so there's some much needed power bat there in west michigan we just hope uh, that he can hit professional pitching a little bit better than he did in short season ball last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, saying we we're talking about Hunter Green and you know, he he didn't exactly blow everybody blow the ball by everybody in Billings last year in rookie ball. So you know, it's it's an adjustment. Professional hitters are professional hitters, you know, and they it's it's a different brand of ball for sure. So these guys will get tagged from time to time. No doubt. No so doubt. got another one mark okay, Deli- mark delisle uh wanted was looking to find out a little bit about um you know unloading some of their catching down on the farm He's wanting want to know uh if it seems to see if does have a lot of catching prospects uh maybe some infielders they could swap some of the catching for excess catching for down on the farm
0: um, that's a good question i I'm not really excited about too many of We have a lot of catchers. I, I'm not really excited about too many of them. McMillan is the one that I'm kind of most excited about based on what I've seen so far. If you look at Toledo, we've got Grayson Greiner. He probably projects as a backup catcher in the majors. And Gerald Salta-Lamacchia, Lamachia, is nothing but organizational depth at this point, right? Uh, in Erie, we've got Jake Rogers, who, like I said, everybody was hoping would be the successor to James McCann. Not hitting double-A pitching yet, so... We can't call him the successor to James McCann at this point. We just picked up Cade Civic. Um, the Braves let him go. He, he's, he's just sort of backup depth at Erie. He's a nice player, but he, you know, he's not, he's not the future at catcher for the Tigers. They actually sent Arvisson Perez, uh, who was the backup catcher at Erie, sent him down to extended spring training. They're converting him to a pitcher, uh, cause he couldn't hit. So he, he had a plus arm who couldn't hit. So they're just gonna, they're gonna see if he can. Throw ninety eight miles an hour. The old Rick yank uh, Keel treatment. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's Anthony Ghost for the Tigers. Well that that's there that's the go. most recent one that, that we attempted and failed. Um and then in Lakeland we've got Austin Athman. He's a he was an all Big Ten guy out of Minnesota.
1: Uh, wow, that's that's two Big Ten uh, baseball references in one podcast.
0: Yeah, that's one too many. Um <laughs> but you know, he's he's not somebody that anybody expects to be uh, major league ready within two years. West Michigan has Joey Morgan and Brady Poliselli that I mentioned. Morgan was a a fifth-round pick in 2017 out of Washington, so he's a college kid. He's 22. He's mature. He's a good defensive catcher. We don't know that he can hit professional pitching yet. He hasn't shown it yet in West Michigan, so he's a couple years away at least. And that leaves Sam McMillan, who's not even playing full-season ball yet. So I would say any of these guys are expendable and wouldn't break my heart. And I'm not sure that any of them in the system are going to be better than James McCann, which is a scary thought. Um, the Tigers are year-to-year year with McCann right now. I think they're hoping one of these guys sort of blossoms and, and shows that they're ready to take the reins from him because he's he's marginal at best. I mean, he was supposed to be – no, if you're an advanced sabermetrics guy, you know that McCann's ranking near the worst in the majors at blocking pitches and framing pitches. And his bat it just isn't strong enough to tolerate that. So, uh, we need, we need one of these catchers to step up and become the catcher of the future. Um, and I, but do you think any single one of them could be, uh, a bargaining chip in a, in a potential trade if necessary? Uh, so alright, I think that wraps it up for listener questions. Haas, I think this went pretty well, buddy.
1: Hey, I appreciate you having me on and, uh, yeah, look forward to, look forward to more. Uh, Uh, and, uh, you know, if you'll, if you'll have me back, I'd appreciate it. And, uh, we can, we can definitely continue and, uh, you know, uh, I'll bring my Instagram game. I know you need a little help there. I'll bring my Instagram game with me and, uh, maybe have a, have an opportunity to kind of highlight some, some other organizations, uh, you know, farm systems as well.
0: Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Listen, uh, I'll let you take us out with the outro music. Who, who you recommending for our outro music tonight?
1: Well, I'm g- got to go. Uh, got to stick with the theme and uh, stick with uh, a little bit of Wu Tang. So, uh, from the Iron Flag album, solid. Got to stay true to to my uh, music roots. So,
0: very good, very good. Well, hey Wu Tang, take us out. Until next time, Tigers, get them where they ain't. Come on.